It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio KCAW Sitka. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023, and I'm Catherine Rose with Raven News. The Sitka Assembly may be getting a pay raise. When the Assembly met last night, on first reading, it approved a measure that would increase their compensation for the first time in over 20 years. Since 2002, Sitka Assembly members have earned around $300 a month, and the mayor has earned $500. A 60% pay raise would bump the mayor's stipend up to $800 and the Assembly's up to $500. All in all, it would cost the city an additional $18,000 a year. City Administrator John Leach sponsored the ordinance. He said the work the Assembly does goes far beyond their regular meetings, and he wanted to acknowledge that time. Over the past few years, I've spent a lot of uh, individual working time with all of the Assembly members. I I mean, we've got numerous ordinances that come forward, and, and my office has had to call Um, any one of you to say, can you give up an hour or two hours of your day to come in and sit down at a table with me, uh, help craft an ordinance, help put a resolution together, be something that that requires your your time and effort outside of just the few hours you sit here. I know there's a lot of research that goes into uh, the decisions the assembly has to make. That time just doesn't happen on its own. The city's charter gives the assembly the authority to set its own pay rate. During public comment, Austin Cranford, who's running for a seat on the Assembly this year, said he thought the Assembly should put the pay raise out to a public vote. Two of the Assembly are currently up for, well, no, three are currently up for re-election. My apologies. There are still four others, three others, that would receive this increase next year. Um, As the current Assembly members, you have a financial interest in this ordinance as it increases your pay and therefore is of substantial economic interest. The Assembly didn't debate whether to put a potential pay increase out to the voters. Their discussion focused mainly on the costs associated with serving on the Assembly. Assemblymember Crystal Duncan said the substantial time commitment discourages people from running and raising the pay could chip away at that barrier. Because we know that we have to show up on Tuesdays, Thursdays, sometimes Mondays, occasionally Saturdays, which means for a good segment of Sitka who have to work a second job to make ends meet, they cannot just scratch out and show up to meetings on occasion. So what that then entails is a lack of representation. If they wanted to serve, they can't. And Assemblymember Kevin Mosher said while he served on the Assembly as an act of service, he felt the time and emotional costs of serving justified the increase. I think this is completely fair. And for those who write, you know, would complain or rump, I would say that we've actually, the city's been saving money for 20 years by not having any increases. And I would anticipate there's not going to be another increase for quite some time. So, um, I'm okay with this. The Assembly approved the ordinance unanimously. It will come before them again for a final reading in September. If it passes, it will go into effect after the October 3rd municipal election. Two bicyclists sustained injuries after a car accident on Monday afternoon outside of Sitka Bottling on Halibut Point Road. Sitka Police Department spokesperson Serena Wild said that police received a report around 4.30 Monday after a truck collided with a group of bicyclists. According to Wild, three people on pedal bicycles were traveling on Halibut Point Road when a man on an electric bicycle attempted to pass the group. 
The man allegedly veered out into traffic and collided with a small pickup truck. Wilde said that multiple witnesses confirmed that the truck did not have sufficient time to stop before colliding with the bicyclist. The man on the electric bicycle sustained, sustained serious injuries, including to the head, and was taken to Mount Edgecombe Medical Center and later medevaced. One of the three pedal bicyclists also sustained minor injuries and was taken to the hospital for treatment. The other two bicyclists and the driver of the truck were unharmed. Wilde said that the driver of the truck was cooperative. Officers do not suspect drugs or alcohol were factors in the incident. Responders searched for a juvenile hiker reported missing near Herring Cove in Sitka for about five hours on Monday night, only to learn that the person was located miles away in town. Sitka police, Coast Guard, and 13 members of Sitka Search and Rescue responded to a report of a missing juvenile at about 7.30 p.m. Monday near the Herring Cove trailhead. Shortly after beginning the search, responders encountered a bear in the area, and state troopers arrived soon after to provide additional support. In an interview with KCAW, Fire Chief Craig Warren said that because the report was received in the evening and indicated that the hiker was not dressed warmly, a swift, robust response was necessary. So this was a uh, uh, short-notice complex SAR that uh, had a lot of moving parts. Uh, We had uh, 13 fire department members. Uh, We had a Coast Guard helicopter. Uh, We had fish and wildlife troopers. We had Sitka PD. Uh, There were a lot of people out there for about five hours working uh, to try and bring this person home safely. According to Sitka Police Department spokesperson Serena Wild, the report said that the juvenile had gone into the woods looking for a dog about an hour before the initial call was received. The caller stated that she heard a scream and the juvenile didn't return. Wild said that it's unclear when or how the juvenile returned to town. State troopers are investigating the incident further. Starting up and maintaining a small business can be a steep learning curve. A Southeast regional nonprofit aims to help alleviate the growing pains with the return of its rebranded small business competition. KSTK's Sage Smiley reports. Walk into a gift shop in Southeast Alaska and you're likely to see cans of smoked seafood, jars of kelp salsa, and hot sauce lining a section of the store. Enter a liquor store and there may be glass bottles decorated with marine life distilled in Hanes. Wildfish Cannery, Barnacle Seafoods, and Port Chilkoot Distillery are all success stories of the small business competition Path to Prosperity. I really uh, recommend their hot sauce, their bowl of hot sauce. Mark Wheeler is a small business coach for Spruce Root, which runs the competition. Spruce Root is an Alaska Native nonprofit focused on building up small businesses and a regenerative economy in Southeast Alaska. This word regenerative is kind of kind of sticks in your mouth. It's like, what does that really mean? It feels pretty jargony, but it's really kind of thinking about sustainability for the next level. So it's like, how do we operate in this world and make things a little bit better? Not just how do we keep this thing going, but how do we, how do we improve the situation so our grandchildren and our grandchildren's grandchildren can have a future here? Wheeler used to own a coffee and ice cream shop in Juneau, which was an early participant in the business plan program. He sold the shop last November, but says participating in the program shaped his business philosophy. I hadn't thought about more the community sustainability, trying to build the social capital. And 
you know, thinking about that really kind of shaped our business practices and was a big influence on us. Wheeler says Spruce Root has retooled its business development competition this year. It's now called Business and Balance. It involves a nine-week virtual course, which will help participants create a business plan and financial projections. And that plan can be really important, like, for figuring out if an idea is feasible or not. But it can also really crystallize your thinking about your business. And sometimes people, you know, you just start a business and you're just going, going, going. And it's helpful to kind of pause and really think about the future and how you want to get there. And so I think, you know, working with our staff and, and going through the training and just thinking more in depth about it can, can really be helpful for folks. And it's something you can have and refer to two, three, four years from now and see how, how you've progressed. The course and competition are open to people who want to start a new business or bring an existing business to the next level. Wheeler says this year there are three $20,000 prizes. It can be used for pretty much anything that a person needs to bring their business to the next level. So it's not like, oh, I need to keep paying my rent or my employees. It's like, what do you need to invest in to bring your business to the next level? And two of those prizes are specifically for regenerative tourism businesses. Plus, Wheeler says it's a good way to get to know other entrepreneurs around the region. People that have gone through the program over the years kind of have built a loose network. Because it's kind of lonely to be an entrepreneur. You know, you can't really talk to your employees and maybe your spouse doesn't want to hear about it anymore. So it's fun to have a network of folks. Wheeler says Spruce Root believes in what he calls a triple bottom line. People, planet, and profit. Normal business would think about a bottom line being how much profit you make for the year. And we're encouraging folks to think about the communities where they're located and trying to build more into the community and then the environment to try to leave the environment a little bit better than before the business started. Brooke Leslie works with Spruce Root, focusing on helping spark community development opportunities. But you can really save a lot of like time and sometimes money through the trial and error process by taking courses like the business and balance course that is offered. And there are other programs offered through Spruce Root as well that really um, invests in your learning and your ability to be efficient and successful as a small business person and a small business owner. Wheeler, the business coach, says Spruce Root is looking for more participants from all over Southeast. I read the other day that the first half of 2023 was like more small businesses created than in 2019 by like 50% more. So it seems crazy, but the pandemic has really, I think, spurred a lot of people to start their small businesses. Beyond the business competition, Wheeler says Bruce Root has other programs to support burgeoning businesses and business-minded individuals. Workforce development programs, one-on-one -on -one career coaching, financial wellness training, and a few different loan programs for people who might not be able to get a loan from a traditional bank. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. I'm Catherine Rose, and this has been Raven News.